Cell phones on silent. And shut shut your your fucking fucking mouth. mouth. The show is about to begin. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Dirty Blondes. This week, you only have me as your host. Uh, Meg is feeling under the weather, so we were not able to record an episode this week together, unfortunately, but we didn't want you guys to miss out, so here I am. Um, I'm just going to be talking about a couple random things this week. I want to jump in to Snapchat. Anyone who has listened to the podcast before knows that I'm not really a fan of Snapchat. I don't really understand it. I don't get it, especially when you're trying to get to know someone and as a form of communication. But I have had some interesting conversations in the last month or so with guys from Bumble and Hinge. Um, A lot of them have given me some insight on their logic. So I wanted to share that with you guys, because I think it is very interesting. So apparently a lot of guys, and these are the guys that I talk to, as you know, cause I'm kind of a cougar. They're typically from like 21 to 25 ish. And a lot of these guys have told me that they think it's too personal to ask for someone's cell phone number. So they ask for Snapchat instead. Now, I get that, but for me, being 33, I don't really understand the big deal of asking for a cell phone number. Reason being, because when I was in college, um, I started college in 2006, and I graduated in 2010, and then I got my master's after that, and there you know, there really wasn't a way to kind of like have this casual conversation or anything, unless it was maybe through Facebook. Um, there was no Snapchat when I was in college. I think it came out when I was getting my master's. There was no Instagram really yet. I think that was maybe like the end of my college career. So there wasn't this casual conversation. So like if you met someone at a bar or you met someone out or, on a dating, like an actual website, like a .com website, uh, you, you basically had to, you know, exchange phone numbers. That was kind of it. So to me, asking for a phone number is not a big deal. I don't think anything of it, honestly, because even prior to that in high school, obviously, you know, there was really very limited communication. I mean, I guess you would exchange AOL instant messenger screen names and shit like that. But, um, you had to be at your house and you know, whatever. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was very interesting because I had heard it from one guy that I went on a couple dates with and he had listened to the podcast prior to our date and he had kind of shed some light on that. And I was like, Oh, that's really interesting. And then I've heard it at least a dozen more times from different guys. And it's funny because I don't know. I just, I don't think asking for a phone number is that personal. You know, it's just, I feel like I give my phone number out. You know, I, I had a side business selling cakes and stuff. So I used to give my phone number out to people when I was drumming up business and, you know, so, and then I was being referred by customers and clients. So I feel like all kinds of people have my phone number. Um, as far as like, the whole like creepy stalker situation, I guess that, I guess it can get weird, but 
any any girl can pretty much find out any information that they want about a guy. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know guys who are really like stalkers. Girls just go to the FBI status of, you know, finding out shit. Um, so, yeah. So I don't I don't know if um, if that's like something that really is concerning to girls. I don't know. And realistically, too, with iPhones nowadays or pretty much any smartphone, you can block a number or you can just be immature and ghost the person. I'm not saying anyone should be ghosted, but because we all know how I feel about that. But that is an option because eventually, you know, someone will tire. They'll eventually stop texting you. They'll eventually stop calling you and whatever. So, yeah. So I don't know. I just thought that was very interesting. So I wanted to share that with you guys because I know some of you have had the same thought process of like, I don't understand the Snapchat bullshit. So that's apparently where the guys are at. (laughs) Um, I would love feedback from guys and girls on what your take is on this because Meg and I discussed it when I was telling her about these recent conversations that I had and we both were kind of on the same page. We were just like, okay, yeah, like we get it, but not really like it's still bullshit, you know, like it still just doesn't really make sense. I think the only time it's people don't want to give their phone numbers out as if they have something to hide. Like if they have someone going through their phone or something like that. But other than that, I don't know. I don't, I don't think asking for a phone number is a big deal. So advice to the guys, especially the younger ones who are trying to hit on older cougars like myself, just ask for a phone number. It's okay. And if you do feel uncomfortable asking, I would suggest asking in a way that's, it's a little bit more casual. I've had a couple guys do it in the last, like probably two weeks where they're like, would it be okay if I got your phone number or can I have your phone number if you wouldn't mind giving it to me or, you know, something along those lines. So it's a little bit more like the pressure's off. Um, I've also had guys say, um, can I have your phone number? Or if you're not okay with that, can we message somewhere else like on Instagram or something? So they were giving, you know, counter options just to get, off of the dating apps. So, you know, so that you can kind of word it in a way where it's not like necessarily aggressive. Um, it's also funny too, because one of my friends, he's one of my guy best friends and he, he's married. So he's not in the dating scene and he's like, I don't really get the whole, like, he's like, if you're texting, he's like, why do you need to even be off of the app at all. Like that's where you met. That's where you're having the conversation. Like, why can't you just continue the conversation there? And I didn't really think about it. It was just kind of funny that he brought it up because I was like, Oh, I don't know. Like, it just seems like everyone always wants to get off the apps, like to something a little bit more personal, I guess maybe for a verification or, you know, just to make sure the person's real. Um, but yeah, I didn't really think of it. Cause it's like, any way you slice it and dice it, you're still texting the person, whether it's via an actual text message, whether it's via Snapchat, whether it's via a DM, like you're still typing out the same bullshit. So yeah. So that was another funny like insight that I, um, I was talking to him about and I was like, I don't know why I was like, I guess too, cause some people do have their notifications turned off and, and shit like that. But it was just funny because it's like, you really could just remain texting in the app um, until you meet and then exchange numbers then or something. So that was my little Snapchat rant. Um, I also want to talk about, since we're talking about social, I do want to talk about TikTok. Um, I, so TikTok's algorithm 
is really good for those of you who don't know like i find it very interesting how they push the content to your for you page to make sure that you're you know viewing content that you want to see so i have fallen down the toxic frat boy tiktok uh, (laughs) realm of tiktok and i don't i don't really know what to do i these guys are all just so fucking hot it is just like I don't know. I just feel so thirsty. I feel like an old thirsty lady just like looking at these college guys. There's one guy in particular who I'm currently infatuated with. Um, His name is Harry Raftus. I believe that's how you say his last name. And he all he does is shotgun and funnel beers or White Claws or any type of canned drink. And when I tell you that his TikToks make me wet. Like, I'm not fucking kidding you. I have spent probably hours watching his TikToks. I'm now subscribed to his YouTube channel. I think he is just delicious. I just, I I know he's not even trying to make these videos sexual, but there is something so sexual about them. And I, I, I can't explain it. And like, we all know I love to drink. I love to black out. That's like one of my favorite hobbies. It's, you know, I love a good time. I like to get rowdy. And just watching this fucking gorgeous kid or guy whatever chug these things like I mean it's just like it's I can't even explain it so um if anyone knows him please give him my number I will even allow you to give him my snapchat because I would love to do bad things to him because he is just again he is just so sexual and I like he knows he's hot. Like obviously he knows he's hot and he knows what he's doing. But like when you see the videos, like it, he's not really trying hard, but there's just something so sexual about them. And there's this other guy too. I saw this video. I don't know his name, but he had a bottle of beer and he was drinking it and he spun it in such a way to make the beer kind of make a cyclone or a funnel. So he was able to chug it in like two seconds. Again, I don't, he wasn't, he was probably just doing this video for his bros to like show off his like little beer trick. And when I tell you like panty dropper, panty dropper all the way, literally would have flown to his house if he had asked me to. <laughs> like, so I don't know what it is about these toxic drunk TikTok boys, but I'm infatuated and I was thinking to myself the other day, I was like, wow, this is probably something I need to talk through with my therapist because this is probably not normal behavior, but, um, I literally can't help myself because it is just like, it's just amazing to watch. I'll post some of the video, my favorites on our Instagram. So you guys can see what I'm talking about. And I would actually love to know if anyone else feels the same way or maybe I'm just like really fucked up. Who knows? (laughs) Um, the last thing I want to talk about today is my least favorite topic right now, selfies. Um, this goes out to the guys because obviously when I'm on dating apps, I don't see girls profiles and selfies and all that kind of stuff. But the amount of foul and ugly and unthought out selfies and stuff that I've seen lately are just it's, it's getting out of hand. Um, I, I'm sick of seeing guys 
hold. No, I know that they're holding their phone in their lap and they're looking down at the camera. So now they have a double chin. They have the droopy, hangy face like a basset hound. And I'm like, sir, what? Why? That is not a good angle for anyone. I mean, you could literally be Vin Diesel. You could be Jason Momoa. You could be uh, anyone. You're you're not going to look good doing that. You got to hold your hand up and t- and work on your angles. Okay. You got to stop taking pictures like that. It's unflattering and it's just, it's lazy also. Um, in addition to the selfie, like I would rather take six fish picks over the the selfies like that. It's just, it's bad. Um, if you're not good at taking selfies, I would recommend phoning a friend, ask a coworker, ask a friend, ask someone to help you. If you don't know the angles or if you just like want a more like relaxed picture where you're not like taking 5,000 selfies. Cause then it's maybe more natural. Um, there's no shame in it. I mean, look, we're all on dating apps. We all need content for our social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, you know, whatever. I mean, people are doing going at great lengths to get all type of content. I don't think anyone's going to sit there and be like, Oh, they're taking a selfie. Like what a nerd. Like, no, it's really not that serious. Like even if you have a selfie stick at this point, I mean, the selfie stick shaming I think is gone. So just own it. Take a good picture. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, dating profiles, they're, you're selling yourself. You're trying to get dates. You're trying to get sex. You're trying to get whatever you're trying to get. And, you know, if you're not putting your best foot forward and you're not putting effort into it, then, you know, you're not, your chances are going to be low in being successful. Um, another thing with the pictures that I'm, it's driving me nuts, especially with guys in South Florida, so many guys post pictures of them on mountains and hiking and in front of waterfalls and all this shit. There's none of that in South Florida. Like there's not, there's none of that. So when you have every single picture of that, either one, I assume that you don't live in South Florida. Like I just assume that you're visiting and two, uh, how am I supposed to see you? Like, okay. I, if I see you in front of a waterfall or something or on a mountain, obviously I'm going to assume that you're athletic, you're adventurous, you like physical activity, you like to travel. All right, fine. I can tell that from one picture. You don't need all six of your pictures to be you on a mountain. You just don't. You don't. Spice it up. Show you with maybe a group of friends, even though I don't really like that because then sometimes you can't tell who the hell the person is. But do something, show you out somewhere, show, you know, doing something other than the same activity in all six pictures. It's just like with the bad selfies. Don't post six bad selfies. No one needs to see it. Um, I, I, I don't really, I don't really know why it's such a struggle. Um, one of my gay best friends, he, I will show him pictures sometimes of profiles that I come across and we just die laughing because some of the pictures I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like what, what is going on? How do you think that that's a good picture to post? You know, it's just, it's kind of cringy, kind of embarrassing. Like seriously, if you're in South Florida, especially, and you need help with pictures, like DM me and Meg, we will be more than happy to help you because we're sick of seeing it. And it is just, it's tragic. We talk about it quite frequently. 
and we'll share pictures back and forth sometimes and not even to be bitchy, but it's just like, wow, like this guy, like look at this angle and how bad it is. And like, look how cute he actually is. And you know, if we do a little, well, if I do a little stalking and digging, cause that's just, that's my, that's my thing. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, guys, it's gotta stop. You gotta, you gotta work a little harder on the, on the pictures because it's, it's, um, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Cause most of you guys are not, you're selling yourself short, you know, you gotta, you gotta try a little bit harder and it's the same with the bios and answering the prompts and all that stuff. You gotta just try a little bit more, fill something out, put your Instagram on there, do something. I don't know. It's just one or two pictures that are bad or I can't tell anything about you. It's just, it's, it's not, it's not helping here. Um, so yeah, so that's my rant about pictures. Um, also, speaking of pictures, um, I received a dick pic the other day from this guy. And first of all, we've already discussed this. Don't send unsolicited dick pics to women. Women never want them. We don't masturbate to them. It doesn't really do anything for us most of the time. If we do want to see it, it's so we can like kind of see our like what we're getting into because you're not really exuding this big dick energy. Like there's guys where I'm like, no, I know that he has a big dick. I don't need to see it. I just want to be surprised. Sometimes if a guy's like wants to send it, I'm like, mm, okay, like I'm not really getting the big dick energy. So let's see what I'm working with here. So definitely with unsolicited stuff, that's just always a no, no. And obviously if you send us a dick pic, we're showing it to our friends too. So just know that. But I will say this, if you're going to take a dick pic, please do not take it in a bathroom, like around a toilet. I had this guy send me a dick pic the other day and he literally was over a urinal. Like he was, I guess he had used the urinal and then decided to get hard and take the picture. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, it was just so like, and he had a really nice dick. Like it was perfect. It was like the perfect amount of veiny, the perfect size, whatever. And it, it literally was just the grossest fucking picture because it was, he sent me two of them like two different angles and they were both in front of a urinal that was just like the urinal was not even like that clean. Like it just looked like it was like a gas station urinal or something. It was just gross. I was like, what the fuck? Like, and the amount of pictures that I have received over the years, like with like standing over a toilet and stuff like that, like the urinal really just set me off. I don't know why that was just really gross. I think it's just because it was a public bathroom and it was just cringy and disgusting. Um, but yeah, stop, stop doing that. Just stop, stop over the toilets. It's no, you know, no one needs to see it. It's, it's, it's gross. It's gross. At least if you're going to do it, take it with like an unsuspecting background, but not over a toilet, especially if a toilet's not flushed or cleaned or whatever. It's just like, it's gross. It's gross. Have a little class guys. Okay. Dick pics aren't classy, but at least have a little class in trying to send them. <laughs> All right. So that is my, uh, thoughts for this week. Um, Meg and I hope you guys all have a really great holiday with your families. Stay safe and healthy and 
we hope you have a happy new year too. This will be the last episode for 2020. So we have a lot of fun things in store for 2021. We're going to start bringing guests on and we have some more fun games and stuff like that, that we're planning out. So we really look forward to 2021 with you. Thanks so much for listening this year. Um, we've had a lot of fun doing this podcast and we're so glad that we make you guys laugh and that you've enjoyed listening and you guys have a lot of the same issues and problems and stuff that we have too. Uh, don't forget if you listen to us on Apple podcast, like, and subscribe and rate and review us. We would love ratings and reviews. It does help us. So please, if you have a couple minutes, um, that would be a really great Christmas gift for me and Meg. So thank you in advance. (laughs) Um, and then if you are on any other podcast platform, don't forget to like, and subscribe as well. Um, if you would like to follow us on Instagram, that would be great as well. Our Instagram is dirty blondes pod. In our Instagram, we have a link in our bio that has the link to our YouTube account. Um, We just started posting videos recently on there, as well as links to some different sex toy sites and just different things that we've talked about on the podcast. So feel free to check that out. We'll constantly update it as we go through each week. Um, And yeah, I think that's everything. So we hope you guys have a really great holiday and we look forward to more episodes next year. Talk to you guys soon. Bye.